Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Weedcast. I'm so excited to be recording this. Once again, my name is Isaac and I am your host for today. Okay, so today's, the title of today's episode is um, Undercover Letter. And um, if you'd follow through our series, you'd see that we have been talking about adulting basically and um, skill sets that require you to like survive and basically be a better adult. Of course, we understand that adulting is quite difficult. Um, it's quite could be quite challenging and stuff like that so we decided to talk basically through our whole series on things that we feel like adults go through especially at the initial phase and how they can get better at it um so today the test of our episode is undercover letter and we have someone special who's going to speak to us today who we're going to have a conversation with basically Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yes, I can. All right, great. Yeah, so welcome to another episode of Woodcast. My name once again is Isaac, and I have here with me Timmy Tyler Samson Grace. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time we're having you on our podcast. Yes, isn't that amazing? I'm happy to be here. I'm wondering why it took so long. Oh well, there's time for everything, I believe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's time for everything, basically. So, um, this is the second season of uh, Weekcast. We've been on um, the Action series. Yeah, about what it takes to become an adult how challenging it can be initially how to overcome some of these things that we experience basically and um it's been an interesting ride at the end of the series um this is one of my favorite episodes basically um the title of today's episode is undercover letter um it's a kind of play on words because um um one of the things that you have to do as an adult is get a paying job yeah you have to fend for yourself and pay bills and um one of the requirements for that is to write a cover letter of course with your resume and stuff like that so i decided to play on words a little bit and um choose that title for the episode yeah so before we we go fully into the episode i just want us to give us like a background of who you are what you do and um what we need to about you basically all right, thank you again for having me on Weekcast. I've listened to some episodes and they have been interesting, and um, I'm glad to be here. My name again is Timmy Tayo. I am currently an HR professional. I will be starting a new job on Monday, and that's so exciting for me as head of talent. I mean, I've come, it's been a long journey for me. It's been an interesting one. Uh, being in HR today was more of an accident. And mm. it, it opened in my previous um, place of work and I was just thrown into the middle of it. And I took up the challenge. I was able to, you know, do a lot of things, learn so fast. A short period of time but you know we a lot of those things that i was able to achieve i see even as a nature professional i still found out that i could 
I could measure others, but I couldn't measure myself in the sense that I could tell when others are doing well, but I was finding it difficult to tell myself I was doing well. Uh, so on the part of my journey getting here, I studied computer science in my undergraduate, went for an MBA. At that time I was in my MBA, I didn't even have an idea what I was going to do in my life. Uh, imagine an, an MBA class full of um, professionals, people with seven years experience and all that. And there I was, I wasn't sure what I was doing with myself or what I wanted to do, but I just knew that there's something unique about me and there's something that I had to give. And what I basically did then was just flow with the flow. <laughs> I, I finished my MBA, got a job. But I, I mean, one thing that stood out then was I always gave my all into everything I did. My job was basically my life. I, I, I threw myself into the job. I became like... Um, the star of the company. I knew everything that needed to be known about the organization. I think that's what helped me get to where I am today. Very interesting. Um, um, you said something. You said that's what helped me get to where I am today. Um, so a lot of people will probably not know this, um, but your transition has been phenomenal in the sense there was a point after school where you were literally like teaching in a school. I don't know if you remember that point. Oh, and certainly. <laughs> <laughs> there was a point where you were literally a school teacher, and now you're head of talent. Where you, you didn't even tell us the company. Please let us know now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, head of talent with Big Cabal Media. Wow. So the transition from where you used to work, I mean, before your MBA, right? up till now shows an array of things one of which is determination like you said you gave your all i feel like you're just the perfect person to tell us because i mean at that point in your life you must have felt like okay what are we doing you know like you said you said you started the mba and you weren't even sure like what you wanted to do i feel like that depicts adulting in its full glory because most people just find out that they are growing and they don't they don't they're just like okay let me just get a job and let's just pay me you know and i'll be fine yeah. and they're not really sure exactly what the direction is or where they're going to. So I feel like you have first an experience on um on what that feels like. Yeah. Yes, certainly. So I remember when I was um when I when I when I finished NYC, uh, at that point also, I mean I've always been a futuristic person. I always think of what next, what next, what next. So before I finished my NYC, I was already asking that question, what am I doing next? Uh, before I left, I think I there was this um, big brother that I used to relate with then. It was the one I was asking that, okay, so what can I do next? He suggested the MBA, but I didn't really pay attention to it. So I came back from NYC after teaching for a year. Um, I came back and um, one of our close family friends got me a job as a customer service uh, somewhere and it wasn't working out. I left that job. Because I just knew that was way more than what I'm doing here. You know, when you have that feeling that, what's this bullshit I'm doing? I mean, I'm, I'm way more than this. So I left the job and then I got another teaching job and I still put my, you know, my best there. And at one point in the school, too, I just felt like, okay, what am I really doing here? I don't, I don't want to be a teacher. 
and not not at this level i knew i needed to add something more to myself for me to get to that um point where i needed to be i didn't really understand what business was about but i just wanted to learn more i had that continuous test to know more i wanted to be more so i i i i went to find out what it would take for me to get an MBA. i was earning forty thousand naira then it wasn't more up to forty thousand naira that i would take home at the end of the month because they remove tax so i gathered that money two months i went to pay for an m for a class uh, because i needed to take an entrance um, exam for the mba i i went for the class it was really a trying time because i'll finish classes on friday evening i will leave omole and be on my way to aja i mean it was hectic i'll get to aja like 8 p.m sometimes 9 p.m i'm going to class the next morning 8 a.m i'm in class from 8 a.m to like 4 p.m i mean it was a trying period but I, I passed the exam and I was I was given an admission and the next thing was okay how do we how do I pay for this and I mean God just worked all that I finished MBA but even with all that right I had not still figured out what I wanted to do with myself but I, one thing I knew then was I wasn't one person to settle I never ever settle I always know that there's something more there's something more there's something more and I always just I am constantly going for the next thing, for the for what is more. So when I finished my MBA, just imagine someone that just was the only experience I had was teaching. It was only a struggle getting through the MBA class because I didn't have any real serious experience to share. And the way that you would enjoy an MBA class is if you have had industry experience and then you can relate that with the theory you have been taught in class so i didn't have any of that so i struggled a bit but after i finished yeah i still you know i was just there i knew that okay so what exactly am i supposed to do at some point i knew okay let me try hr i think i like people i it natural is a natural thing that comes to me to want to understand people to help people through their problems okay what is that role in the business that connects people and i can also still work that's hr so i decided i was going to go for hr but i kept getting rejections because i didn't have experience in hr uh i was at home for like a month two months i was getting frustrated and somehow i i got called by the company that i did an it with my it during my mba they really liked my performance during the IT, so they called me back, and before I knew it, I got the job that gave me the opportunity to transition fully into HR. It has it has not been like a smooth journey, right? And that's one interesting thing about being an adult. You can't get it right, and it's very okay not to get it all at once and not to even understand where you're heading to. Mm. One thing I always say is, don't ever settle. Don't ever think that. Uh, you are comfortable now. Um, then at least I was comfortable. I was just working home. I was earning forty thousand. I was okay. I didn't have much much expenses. But I just knew that this is not the life that I wanted for myself. Even my last salary, there they didn't pay me. But I didn't care. I mean, I was like, see, you guys hold it because the next time you're going to pay me, I'm probably going to be earning ten times ten times of what you're you are depriving me of so i really didn't care i just left it and i and i went my way so one thing i've always known is 
don't ever settle no matter where i get to in life like even right now i'm already thinking of the next thing how am i going to prepare myself for the next stage of my life so i mean that's i think that's one of the things that actually helped me fantastic so um you you said something you said you you weren't going to to settle to be a teacher but the poetic thing about that is that i feel like currently you're still a teacher in a way because you're someone who has impacted a lot of lives through in, um initiatives that you started of one of which is um be budding professionals community yes <laughs> okay so oh. what what do you do at, at dpc you know, so teaching actually has levels, right? You can yeah. be a teacher, you can be a teacher in the village and you can be a teacher in Asorok. I mean, there are levels. <laughs> there are levels to this thing, and the truth is, uh, as much as the skills that was required for me to be a teacher at that time, because it takes empathy, it takes you know the desire to really impact lives and make someone's life better. It's mm-hmm. it's something you can do in different ways. So I found another way to do that. And that's where the idea of boarding professionals started from. And boarding professionals, for me, the community is really more like um, giving to people what I couldn't get. Mm. So I remember when, um, as a young lady, I always, you know, craved for this um, mentorship or coaching where someone can help me show me what i mean i reached out to a number of people a lot of people were just too busy so i did a lot of figuring out of things on my own and i feel like it took me a longer time to figure things out and probably if i had had someone to help me i would have gotten to where i am now faster of course so it longer time and so i'm trying to help other people shorten their own learning period because i mean see it's better to find someone to learn from it's better to learn from experience if you say that no i want to go through it myself you are just making a journey that will, that will probably take you two months learning on your own could make it three years and i mean who are you trying to be a martyr for there's no need to be a there's no, yeah there's no need to carry a cross that you can probably you know someone has gone through that journey it's best to find a way to learn from them i wish i had that and because i didn't have that i thought okay can i make myself available for others to learn from can i provide an avenue for people to come together to learn and that's where the idea of boarding professionals community and a lot of other communities that are springing up um, came from Okay, so, so um, um, I I want to tap into your knowledge a bit. Um, you are you are starting a new your new role as head of people, right? On Monday. Yes. Um, yes. what is and and I want to speak for young adults here. What is one thing that you feel like young adults can add to the? Or what's one thing that you feel like um they can improve on or add add to the applications when looking for jobs because. It feels like a lot of people don't know how will I say it. They don't have, like you said, proper orientation. They don't have anybody to like tell them this is how to do things. So I was I was reviewing a cover letter I think yesterday, mm. and a part of me was angry because it didn't even have a subject. <laughs> But the, the, yes, you know, because you you instinctively instinctively feel like um these things are normal. Like oh, who doesn't know this? But then, yeah. if we're being realistic, there are a lot of 
you know because people or the structures aren't there to like tell them these things so um through your experience as hr what are the things that you've seen that people can like improve on you get um from your perspective okay so i'll i'll start first from um my position as i'll start for my experience right even for me um one of the things i've learned and i've observed from people and also from myself is one thing to be able to do something it's another thing to be able to communicate that you can do that thing Mm. so a lot of us focus on doing the job where you get a job you do the job and you just continue flowing wherever life takes you to without that you know paying attention to how to package that experience okay so let me tell you a bit about how i got this job so on my uh, previous job at some point i just felt like this is no longer for me i mean i need something more this is not I'm, I'm i've done this i'm used to this i need to do something more i started sending out you be so you you want to ask you you want to imagine that okay you're an hr person you should know this thing right even me i was sending out cvs and it wasn't getting that attention so i had to sit down one day and i was like hmm okay what's happening here it's either i'm not I, i'm definitely not doing something right okay so i spoke with a lady uh, she's currently my coach now and she was i mean the way she opened my eyes to a lot of things so it's there's a way you communicate right there's a way you communicate and that's one of the things that i've seen lacking in a lot of young people and a lot of cvs that have come across you see cvs and you almost want to shed tears you'll be like okay how did these guys graduate from school did they really graduate how you know, even the kind of experience that people have, you ask yourself, where was happening? Why are people having this kind of shitty experience? And you're putting it on your CV. You know, <laughs> it, it breaks my heart a lot. You see some things that people will write, you see people send CV, some people will send you CV without subjects. You know, so I think the first and very important thing is as you do the job, also think about how to sell yourself right how to package what you are selling and see if you are going to be selling yourself you need to be sure that you are selling something that is what that is valuable mm. and that's where the the ex- kind of experience you have that's where i will go to the kind of experience you have so it's not just about waking up every day and going to work without being able to account for what you are doing with your time every day. So, quality of the work you are doing, it also matters. You insist on CVs. People will just put their daily response and a job description. They will just, the CV will be five pages. But when you look at the CV, you know when they say that the empty drum makes the loudest noise? Mm. That's it example you will see some cvs and you want to you you will search and search for the substance in it you can't find substance you know when you are saying substance substance is where is the value what mm. is the outcome of the things you're doing how mm. are you contributing to where you where you are so it's not about clocking in and clocking out every day it's not about 
just carrying out routine tasks and ticking the box every day. It's about asking yourself the value you're adding, right? So that's mm. the value of your experience. So I've seen people with 10 years experience, but there's no substance in their experience. Hmm. People communicating just have... substance. So one, there's either no substance or they're not communicating it properly right so first of all you need to be sure that there's even a there's even substance in what you want to communicate because you can package rubbish if you package rubbish right and you mm-hmm. get in with rubbish you will be you you will soon be you know the breeze will blow <laughs> you will be exposed that's the truth a lot of people package okay you meet the senior writer they will package 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 you will get the job but eventually i mean you can't prove it so what's the point so it goes hand in hand right and that was where my eyes really opened to being conscious about how i spend every day every minute on my job being sure that everything i am doing is contributing to something right it's not mm. just about having 10 years experience not about 5 years experience not even about the number of experience now it's about the value you can bring it's not see you can put a you can put someone with 2 years experience and someone with 10 years experience and i will probably still choose the person with 2 years experience because i'm not moved by the number of years of experience i am moved by the value that you bring right so mm-hmm. young people should pay attention to that right you get a job what are you exactly going to do on that job because every job you get is is piling up you know it's it's the accumulation of those days that you spend on that job that will form your experience you can't go and manufacture anything anywhere is either you have done it or you have not is either you can do it or you can not and these days now I mean you can hardly hide you can't hide behind um, you know in those days people just lobby and just put their people in places and all that I mean some of it is still happening but now it's more about hey what value can you bring to the table if you can't bring value there's no point so let me stop there <laughs> I I feel like I feel like we we would have needed to pay you if you kept on talking because the information <laughs> was just <laughs> and I, mm. I totally relate to what you said about being intentional about your work it was something that I that I experienced personally I mean I was a, a law firm last year where I felt like okay I was comfortable here um they they knew me well and I would I would just be how I say it, I would work fine there but I wasn't getting the work experience that I felt I needed for my career projections this is what I mean the next five years if I keep working here I wouldn't be able to fill this role or this gap if the opportunity comes. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. I had to switch to another law firm that was an actual commercial law firm. And um mm. even w- while I was working at the commercial law firm, I had 
higher paying offers i mean jobs that were willing to pay more but then one of the questions i kept asking is so what exactly do you guys do here do you do mm. this in tech do you understand you know questions <laughs> like that so i've always been very particular about work experience and it's 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 a very key point that i feel like people should um it's it's dicey also because you know the way the economy is people um they're 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 more driven by the hunger and you know everybody just wants to get, get yeah yeah but i feel like if you can persevere more and be more intentional and say no to get this is the work experience this is value that i want to train myself to add you know mm-hmm. it's it's a very fantastic point that that i i really really align myself with okay so um so bbc is supposed to have an event yeah Yes, we are planning an event. <laughs> With the amount of information that you have given us, I feel like people want to, would want to hear more from you. People want to learn more. So what's the event all about? Okay, so this event was um, is is tagged um, job readiness workshop. It's mm. um, one of the many programs that we'll be doing in the coming month. And mm. this program is to prepare young people you are new in your job even if you're on a job right now or you're trying to get a new job the program is supposed to take everyone through from writing cvs to setting you up for success in your first 90 days and Mm. one of the reasons why this program is really really important to me i mean like it's so dear to me is from my experience again i mean okay so trying to get a job right it's not easy and it's not something that you just do carelessly i see a lot of people especially on linkedin come out with all the woeful story i got rejected uh, this and that the question i usually ask myself is you got rejected why were you rejected you've been sending out your cvs have you ever asked yourself why are you not getting responses You've been going for interviews. Why are you getting rejected? Because there's always a reason to this. Those are the kind of critical assessment that I had to do for myself. And that's when I saw that I needed help, right? I needed help because I realized that I wasn't even communicating my value properly. I'm smart, I'm intelligent, I'm all that. I've done wonderful work in my previous place of work. But I wasn't projecting it properly. So when I, I reached out for help and one of the people that will be speaking at that event at the program is my coach and I know what she's made of right but she helped me a lot so now I couldn't even package my CV I put my CV I've rewritten it like 100 times why was it still getting the attention required and she just worked on my CV once we worked, you know, we iterated and worked on it and worked on it. And before I knew it, I was getting called for a different job. I'm like, what? I've been sending my CVs for how long? Nobody has called me. And here I am. I'm having interviews back to back. Wow, okay. That means I was not doing something right in the first place. And, you know, taking me through that process, it helped me see how, how what I've not been doing well. And then we also went through interview sessions together. And that's one of the things I will be doing during the session. I realized also, it's easy for you to just listen to YouTube videos where they tell you, oh, these are you answer this question. You don't say this, you don't say that. One of the things that I experienced myself was if you don't put yourself in that situation, 
And if you don't learn how it's done and you practice it, you actually cannot. You will get to the you get to that interview and you probably still fumble. Because the first time I was going to an interview, she told me, Timmy, go to the, fr- the front of the mirror, practice what you want to say. I was like, oh, please. When I get to the interview, I will just, you know, it's in my head. I'm just going to. I didn't practice. I went to the interview, I fumbled big time. And you know, it was good because I recorded the session. When I listened to the session again, I was like, ew, even me, I won't, I won't hire you. <laughs> if I was born interviewing you and I was hearing all this, I won't hire you. You know, and then that was when I took it seriously. The next interview I was going, I rehearsed like my life dependent depended on it. When she called me, we did a session together, and you know, it was smooth. I had two interviews, I was, you know, I was just blazing there. And that was where I realized that okay, we actually can do this for people and we can help understand what they are doing wrong. Of course, there are a lot of CV writing companies out there. They won't sit and teach you what they are doing. But here we are saying, come and learn how to do it yourself. So that anytime you are trying to get a job, you can rewrite your CV yourself to fit any role you are going for. We're saying that come and learn how to brand yourself on LinkedIn, learn how to brand yourself. Because, see, you are the only one that can tell your story. Mm. people can't tell your story for you you are the only one that you, you are the only one that knows what your experience is like you are the only one that can tell the story so if you don't know how to tell your story and you keep giving people to tell your story for you the truth is they won't sit in interviews for you so if you can't craft your story and you don't even understand how to communicate your own story you will keep you know that it's going to be that cycle of i went for interview they rejected me i've been trying to get a job for nine months i'm trying to get a job for two years and uh, this and that there are things that you're not doing right there are secrets there are some of these things that i'm going to learn in that program so i mean it's 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 an amazing it's a wonderful package these speakers they were carefully selected there are people that i know i'm also going to be taking interview um interview like a pro session um teaching people from my own experience and the things that helped me you know when i was when i was praying for the interview i was praying for the interview like i was going for a pitch you know when you're going for a business pitch because yeah. i had to learn everything about the business i researched the business from all the fundings they've gotten from all the programs they've had from everything so when I was speaking, I was speaking confidently during the interview. These are some of the things that people don't know, right? So these are these are the lessons that we're going to learn during that program. And I really, really hope that people will sign up. Um, it's really, um, I mean, it's literally a giveaway. It's supposed to be five thousand. We're giving it at a discount of two thousand right now, and there's room for sponsorship. We'll get in. Sorry. <laughs> I said gift cast people should get in. Yes, we are giving it out for 2000 naira. We have people already sponsoring um, others. We have had people, you know, I'll pay for two people, I'll pay for three, I'll pay for four. Uh, so you can also sponsor and you can also please get on this. If you're a young person, even if you have a job right now, you will be preparing to get another job soon. You need to get yourself armed with these skills. It's going to be practical. As you learn, you practice. As you learn, you practice. We will have live interview demo sessions where everybody will, will, will do real interviews and there'll be feedback, there'll be proper, you know, it's it's really packed and I hope people will take advantage of it. 
So how exactly can people sign up? Um, there's a link. Um, I think I will just share that with you. And um, it's the link on the Instagram page. Yes, the link is on our Instagram page. If you check for Bonnie Professionals Community on Instagram, you will see the link in our bio. We're also on LinkedIn as Body Professionals Community. You also see the link there in our bio. Um, it's just um, right now, 2000 era. It's this this discount will end by the 5th of August. Please mm. jump on it. It's 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 going to be an amazing one, and I promise that you would. I mean, you would enjoy every session, every bit of it. If if there's nothing else to con- convince people that it's something of value, I think your story personally is 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 one that maybe because I I, exp- I I saw it personally, you know, the transition was just was just like I said phenomenal. So um um it should serve like an as an inspiration to people to say, okay, you've actually walked the journey. You have been able to build yourself through um, determination, of course, help from people. You understand? So. Yeah. There must have been things that you picked up on the way and I strongly feel like um, attending this program will just be... I, I feel like at 2000, it's still really, if we're being honest, looking at the level of um, speakers... It is. <laughs> it's really a giveaway. I mean, the, 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 the speakers... Uh, I mean, Christabel has been on this um, podcast a lot. Christabel is She's, family. <laughs> yeah, so taking one of the sessions. So, I mean, you should know that we have... We have amazing people, and for them, it's like a giveaway. We can't, yeah. we can't pay them. I mean, I can't pay them for the value they are going to bring. So it's literally like a giveaway. And the reason we ask that pay two thousand at least is like be committed. So yes, yes. Yeah, it's 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 supposed to run for six weeks, and it's like an enrollment. You start, you have to finish. Um, hmm. So we we enroll you like a student. Weeks. Yes. Wow. (laughs) 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 Yeah, I know. Wow. But what this we I'm I would have you know given it for free because I'm so I really want to help people. Yeah, I want to help people already with BPC. Sorry. I said you do that already with BPC. Yes, I really want to help people because I know what it felt like for me being in a position where you just feel like what am i doing here what am i doing what's the next stage you know when you keep getting that rejection email it's 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 not it's not a sweet thing at all you know you get frustrated you're tired you just feel like you know at a point it begins to affect your self-esteem you just begin to feel like am i even worth anything am i do i even know anything Where's my self-confidence? You know, you begin to lose all of that. But, I mean, this kind of program is supposed to help you get back your confidence. And you can take back the power to land any job anywhere in the world. If you are able to, we're going to, you know, um, be taught in this in this program, apply it. Uh, I'm telling you, <laughs> from, I mean, I don't even know how to explain again. Get the job that I got, and I will tell you, what two interviews. The one, this job that I got, I was called a day to the interview, and I, I was just like, okay, let me just use it to practice for the one I had. I had one on Friday, 
I was called on Wednesday for the one on Thursday. So I said, let me just use the one on Thursday to practice for the one on Friday. Right? I just said, let me practice. Like, mm. Let me just use them to practice because it's one on Friday that I was really preparing for. But, I mean, when I got called for the next stage and for the next day, I knew that, yeah, something has changed about me. My confidence mm-hmm. is really This is really it. So, I want that to be your story. If you're listening and you're listening to this point, please sign up. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on our podcast. Um, I've been, so I've been trying to get her on our podcast since season one. So I finally succeeded now. I'm so excited, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited you know, <laughs> that um, you're finally here. And this has been super fun recording. I mean, look at, um, um, even it feels like you already said this feels like a sequel to the event you know because you've um given so much value and there's been so much information for young adults um one thing we both agree is that it's not easy to be an adult and if there's not. anything that can be easier <laughs> i think we should jump at it really because yeah. <laughs> Yes, if, if investing in yourself is so important, and looking at the price that this six week, if, like six weeks, I, wow, six weeks. Sorry, six Saturdays. Yeah, oh yeah, so six Saturdays. Yeah, but it's, six Saturdays. It's not just um, it's not just one seminar. It's six no. seminars. Yes. Fantastic. We have here to chair mentorship. We're going to have um, debrief sessions. I mean, it's a lot. Just to be sure that we get it, and you know, everyone is leaving that session at the end um, fully pumped and with their confidence, going to get those jobs. Ah, it's been fun. <laughs> yeah so thank you very much for coming on our podcast um finally thank you you. we really enjoyed having you we hope to have you some other time um i'll come sure (laughs) yeah possibly possibly after the event you know we would love to have you i know that we'll be thank you very much thank you bye bye